You just can't get rid of all the villainous in me. There's a lot, some still there. Virtual reality. Hi, I'm Evan Real. And I'm Caroline in for Danny. And we have a lot to talk about, Caroline, this week. I want to begin with, because I know you're a big fan of the daughters. We got to talk about Teresa Judice and her daughters, because they were they were making a little splash this week in the in the Sheen world. And I wonder how Sheree Whitfield is feeling that they <laughs> that Teresa and the and the Judice girls are stealing her Sheen by Sheree Thunder. I know. I mean, it was, it was wild. So I saw the, well, first of all, it's only three of the daughters, which I thought was interesting. Um, Gabriella was not in it, but she, you know, she's just at university of Michigan. So if I had to guess, I'd say that's why. Um, but three of the daughters did make it. Um, Atreon is only 14, which is crazy to like, see her so grown up and everything. That was my big takeaway, but not everyone was thrilled with the partnership with this fast fashion company. And, you know, people did not hold back in the comments. They were saying it's problematic, it's tacky and cheap and whatnot. But, you know, if I have to guess, I think Teresa's living in this little love bubble and I don't think she cares too much about what other people have to say. What do well, you especially think? when the the cash <laughs> is coming through and, and and the check comes her way. I mean, I I can only imagine that she and the daughters got a pretty penny for this collaboration. And I'm really sad that Gabriella missed out because you know when you're like broken in college, like you need that extra money. Like I, I hope she I got know. some sort of cut from it. But also, Gab- it's interesting. Gabriella, I feel like, has always been the one to shy away from the spotlight so she was probably she was probably very happy to use like college as an excuse like oh sorry I'm in Michigan can't do it but I will say even though some people are upset about the collaboration even though some people think that it's tacky some people aren't about that whole fast fashion life everyone looked amazing oh my gosh everyone was so snatched and and just, I will say, like, even though some people may call the clothes cheap, they wore them very, very well. They all looked amazing. I mean, Teresa literally could be one of the four daughters. Like, no one would even notice at this point, honestly. It's so crazy. They all look amazing, snatched, you know? And a lot of people, too, were saying that. They were like, I- I've never heard of Sheen before. I've never tried it. And now I have an excuse to. So maybe we'll just have to wait for the reviews and, and see what people like. I don't know. Maybe maybe the Judas girls had an impact that we don't even know about yet (laughs) i saw some tree stumps already talking on online about how they can't wait to buy some of the collection to wear to BravoCon. so i mean they're they're doing something right i feel like i always i'll like scroll on sheen and i'll like put so much in my cart and then it it gets to me and it doesn't necessarily look the way that it looked online so I do hope that the quality is there I hope that Adriana and Melania and Gia are you know at the factory wherever that factory is sort of like quality checking the clothing with mom you know what I mean right like yes I could see it I could see a lot of people are asking for like a Judai spinoff and like the you know their first family trip they go to the factories that you know wherever that location may be <laughs> i'm not opposed to it i think it'd be interesting a lot of people are calling them the next or the northeast kardashians you know 
that could be a poll for our listeners. They could ever be. Okay, I like it. Well, the mm-hmm. same uh, time that this Sheen collaboration drops, uh, <laughs> police cam footage of Teresa also drops. And this was back in April. A cop was not feeling the way she was driving, said she was veering a little bit to the right. She was driving kind of slow. So he stopped her to ask her what was up. And apparently she had a new navigation system that she wasn't certain how to use well you keep uh drifting over to the uh right side i noticed like, you were going a little slow you're oh, like sorry. like 55 and then you were drifting over oh okay it was interesting too because first of all this police officer could not have been nicer like i'm guessing took i mean i don't know who released it whatever but like he probably for a while was like wow oh, like i'm goodness if this ever did get out you know maybe he didn't realize who she was um but he was so nice in it of it in it first of all but second of all it was it was Teresa reminded me exactly of how any person getting pulled over acts and that they're just like rambling nonsense like she mentioned you know this these family business cards she had while also you know talking about how her car was a temporary one and while also saying the navigation was off and also mentioned how she drives like her late father did it was just kind of all over the place Okay, no, don't worry about it. Yeah, okay. Her attorney did clarify that it was a PBA card, not a family business card, as some people, you know, have their assumptions about what that would mean. Um, But I don't know. I thought the whole, the video was entertaining and relatable, to say the least. Yeah, it it is funny you say that she was rambling on because I, I've been pulled over a few times and it's I'm always like so flustered and I don't know where my license and registration is. And you just kind of say whatever you feel like you can to get out of the situation. And if you have a PBA card, you might as well pull that card. And I feel like family business card is basically a synonym for a PBA card because I just I didn't know what a PBA card was. And so like I'm very fascinated by this whole situation. But a, a PBA card, PBA stands for Policy Benevolent Association. And basically it's when you are related to a police officer, like your uncle or your dad or your mom, or you're just really good friends with the police officer. They can give you this little card. It has their name on it. And I guess it's like documentation that you are friends with someone in the police force. And that maybe just maybe it's not a guarantee, but the police officer who is pulling you over can be like, oh, uh, you, your uncle is uh, Jimmy John. I love Jimmy. Of course, I'm going to let you go. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I, I wish I had a PBA card, family business I know. card. I know. I need to take more laps around like the local, like NYPD, like police district by me, like be, befriend some of them because it sounds like it has quite the benefits. Um, but I, but this story did make me laugh because before you, like, before like you figured out what it actually was in my head, I was like, what, what is a Judai's family business card? Like who is on it? What does it say? It's, it's Sheen. Tree should absolutely take advantage of this by BravoCon and sell like tree BA cards. So it's like you're part of the like tree. <gasps> I feel like the tree huggers, or as Margaret Josephs calls them, the tree stumps would absolutely love some tree BA cards. 
Oh my God. I would die. Like the, the, the tree huggers are coming in and all their matching sheen sets, like with like, like all in line to get these tree VA cards. Oh my gosh. I would die. That is, that is what you're paying to go to BravoCon for right there. Like not, not anything else that right there, that is quality Bravo at its peak. <laughs> well, I, I know that uh, Kyle Richards is going to be at BravoCon. I don't know about Mauricio Umansky, I think, and I hope that he'll still probably be busy with dancing with the stars, but he has been making time to grab dinner with his family and a woman who everyone assumed he had moved on from Kyle with. It's a, an actress, Leslie Vega. So Leslie Mauricio and his parents, they all went out to dinner and people assumed that mm. he was dating this Leslie woman, which like, good for him, get it. I mean, Kyle's out here hanging out with Morgan. Like he needs someone to hang out with too. But what happened, Caroline, is that it was a false alarm. Leslie and Mauricio are not dating because Leslie is dating Mauricio's dad because- his parents aren't even together anymore which I didn't even know this was probably like a top five Bravo headline for me like waking up and seeing like like she's not dating Mauricio but she is dating his dad is like top 10 like oh I, I wasn't even interested in the story to begin with but that but that took me out because the photo is hilarious because any normal person even if you knew nothing about the show nothing about Mo you would assume that it's Mauricio and the, this actress and then his parents because I mean, it's just the way that they're sitting and he's kind of like, like holding the chair next to her where like his parents are on the other side. But overall, I mean, I guess good for his dad is all is all we can say. I mean, maybe love in the future for Mauricio, but I don't I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations to Mr. Umansky. Very happy for him. I will say I, I do hope that Mauricio finds some companionship with someone. I hope that he's not lonely with, you know, Kyle hanging out with Morgan, his dad hanging out with this new girl. I mean, maybe he'll, you know, maybe it's like some like mommy and son time that he'll get to clock in, or maybe he'll meet a new woman. I like, I don't know. Maybe he's hanging out with the, his daughters. Um, I just, I <laughs> not lonely I'm glad that he has his dancing with the stars partner I suppose I know I love him on dancing with the stars and my whole take is I think he's so much better than what he's getting scored for I think he's like bringing a little like like fusion flair fun to it whatever and you know I I love him on it and I just I want him to do well and no matter what happens this season on Beverly Hills which I know we're all dying to see I just, I, right now, as of now, I'm just, I really hope the best for him. He's, he just seems like a great guy. Yeah. And I, I do enjoy him on Dancing with the Stars as well, mainly because I just pray and hope that he like unbuttons his shirt, that he removes his shirt. I'm like Bruno. You know how like Bruno always gets very excited for yeah, like, <laughs> like I, that's me at home. Like I, I jump on my table and I scream and shout and I bang my chest and I'm like, ooga ooga when I see this <laughs> man on Dancing with the Stars. And right now, Mauricio is absolutely fitting that bill. So is Harry Jousey, by the way. Harry Jousey is looking really so good. Oh, good. Yes. And I'm dying to see what's going on with him and his pro because she's like she's new to the scene right so so at first and I mean she's he's so tall she's so short um and I'm very intrigued very very intrigued to see what's going on after they were spotted holding hands 
I'm intrigued too. And the thing, and it's really interesting that we talk about this at this time because Brooke Burt came out recently saying that when she was on Dancing with the Stars years and years ago, she was tempted to have an affair with her partner at the time, Derek Huff, who's now a judge. And she was like, I didn't have the affair though, because I was married, but like, clearly this, this level of connection, this level of time commitment sort of facilitates a space for people to develop feelings for mm-hmm. each other. And so, yeah, I, I think that if Riley and Harry are both singling and mingling, then this could absolutely be the start of a, a wonderful relationship. And how great for Riley if that were the case, because not only is she beginning her pro journey on the show, but she would also get a boyfriend out of it. So she gets like a, a job on Dancing with the Stars plus a boyfriend's kind of like the perfect scenario. Oh my gosh, where, like, how do I sign up? <laughs> oh, right? Like, in the- <laughs> well, uh, taking a turn, uh, not, not as fun as a Dancing with the Stars romance, uh, Tamara. Uh, she is currently recovering after a gastrointestinal issue, which is really interesting. I hope that she's doing okay. But as she is sort of experiencing these health concerns, it made me think of how, I, I don't know if you remember when she had that life-saving surgery, I think it was for a ruptured hernia. And it's the reason why she actually doesn't have a belly button anymore. But Dr. Terry is the one who like stayed on the phone with her until she got to the hospital, like made sure that she was okay, like helped her through that situation. And I, I I wonder if Tamara is having like those same thoughts, like remembering that experience with Dr. Terry after sort of wrapping up a really contentious season with mm-hmm. Heather Dubrow. I mean, the, the the way that this reunion has unfolded, it it is very much like Tamara versus Heather. And I also think that the Bravo fandom is pretty divided right now. Where do you lie in this whole like Heather versus Tamara situation? Yeah, I mean, what you just said is so true. Like, I feel like, especially like when people have health scares and such, especially what, what, you know, Terry Dubrow went through earlier this year was so scary with his stroke and all that. And it really does. I mean, at least I hope that it makes, you know, their issues look a little smaller in the grand scheme of things, you know, like, I mean, I don't know. It's just so tough because like, do we really know like what they're fighting over? Like, I really don't know because on the, on part one of their reunion, it was basically like Tamara kind of revealed, I'm mad at you because you said this thing on your podcast six months ago. And then Heather, you know, play back the clip. Heather didn't say her co-host did. So I don't really understand where they're fighting to begin with. But I agree with you when you say that the the Bravo fandom is definitely a little divided because I think this is one of the rare friendships on the Bravoverse where people really, really don't like to see them fight. You know, obviously there's some fun little friendship feuds, frenemies, all that fun stuff. But I really do enjoy Tamara and Heather, especially they've had such a genuine bond for so long. And I just, I really hope they can resolve things. I'm not totally sure where they stand now, but you know, like you said, hopefully maybe this you know, this health scare for Tamara will, you know, Heather could reach out, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the silver lining of this health scare for Tamara could be a potential reconciliation because serious situations like this really do have a way of putting things into perspective. And speaking of new perspectives, it seems like Jax Taylor has a new perspective on his 
friendship or lack thereof with Tom Sandoval because I spoke to him during the House of Villains junket and I had to ask him about Sandoval, of course, because it's, you know, Jags Taylor, he's on House of Villains, but Tom Sandoval is like the ultimate villain in reality TV right now. Tom Sandoval just dropped his podcast. Jax Taylor was not feeling the podcast announcement because he thought it was kind of like lame and distasteful that he did it on the night that Ariana made her Dancing with the Stars debut. But nonetheless, he is now actually considering going on the podcast. Surprise, surprise. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, you talked to several of the House of Villains stars, so I'm dying to see everything that you talk to everyone about and can't wait to hear about all of it. I do love the idea of you being a reformed villain because I feel like that's partially true. And now we got your former castmate, Tom Sandoval. He's like full on in his villain era. Has he tapped you for any advice on how to maybe navigate how to get out of his villain Uh, era? No, because we've gone down the same paths. We've done exactly, well, his, his is a little different than mine. He had a full on affair. I didn't. No, but we have talked, you know, and like I said before, you know, we um, we come to an understanding. You know, I'm not going to sit here and beat him down for what he's done because I don't have a leg to stand on that topic. I just didn't agree with how he treated his, his, his best buddy who he has a restaurant with, and I had a problem with that. Other than that, you know, the whole world has come down on him, and I, and I you know, I don't know what that's like. So I kind of just extended, you know, myself and said, hey, man, if you ever need me or whatever, I'm down the street. You know, and gave him a, I gave him a hug and, and you know, wished him the best, hope, wish him the best. And, I, and I'll talk to him again soon. But uh, I'm just kind of letting him do his thing right now and trying to navigate his way through this Tom, whole situation. Tom has only one supporter, and that's <laughs> I, I'm not saying I, I'm not saying I support world. what he does, but, you know, when the whole world is coming down on you, like, the last thing he needs is Jax Taylor to come down on him, too, you know? Um, I felt like just taking the high road on this one and just kind of saying, listen, you know, if you need something, I'm here. You know, he's been, you got to understand, I know what he did was wrong. Everybody makes mistakes, but I've been friends with this guy for 20 years. You know, he's one of my best friends. He's still always going to be one of my best friends. So, you know, yes, he did something wrong. Okay, I think he's learned his lesson, and I think he's moving on. Although I didn't really care for the fact that he announced his podcast the day after Ariana did Dancing with Stars. That I had a problem with. I think he should definitely have a podcast. He needs an outlet. There's a way to do it, though. I think maybe waiting a couple days till after the show came out. Probably would have been a little bit better. I don't know who his PR you people going are. On that podcast, I'm sure one day I will be part of it. I'm sure one day. <laughs> I'm sure one day I'll be on it. But I'm just saying, I think that was a little bit distasteful. But other than that, like I said, he's learning. He's trying to, you know, you know, reinvent himself. I think so. We'll see. Omarosa, I feel like you have thoughts on Scandal. Oh, can, can you share them? <laughs> no, it's them? just really through the eyes of Jax. I, I think that it shows your growth to show that you are understanding, that you extend grace, and that you're willing to, you know, give them a chance. Yeah, I mean, like I, like I said, the, probably one, I would have to say, besides us, probably the biggest villain in TV world right now. So, <laughs> you know, so. That's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. Season two. Season two, Tom, Tom would, would definitely, he would definitely do well on this show. He would definitely do well. <laughs> no, He's got my vote. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality, by page six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.